Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right. Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. So last week, I talked a little bit about decision-making and pre-decisions and how powerful that is when it comes to uh, just adding some context and some layers to goal setting, to planning, to setting intentions, that kind of thing. Now, part of good decision-making in, in my mind is to have a strong philosophy about what it is that you're doing. You know, how do, how do I want to look at things? How do I want to talk about things? And, and I, my opinion of working in a business is that every business owner is a philosopher. And if you're not thinking deeply about what it is that you're doing and why you're doing it, uh, you're missing something. And the best business owners that I work with, the ones that get the best results, they either create a philosophy as we work together, or they already have a pretty strong philosophy for what they want to do. And, and I, you could argue that you know your mission and your vision and your values are very much a part of that philosophical process. And if you think about the, the uh, definition of philosophy, what is, what is the definition? What, what does philosophy mean? Uh, it's the study of the fundamental nature of knowledge, reality, and existence especially when considered as an academic discipline or a particular system of philosophical thought or the study of theory uh, of the theoretical basis of a particular branch of knowledge or experience. And if you think about your business, what is the philosophy for why you have a business? What is the philosophy for uh, how you manage employees? I always ask new managers this, throws them every time. They don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I say, hey, what's your management philosophy? What do you want to, how do you want to behave as a manager? What is your philosophy behind that and why? And the problem is if you don't understand this or, you know, you think about wealth management. Wealth management is another one of those things. Hey, why do you put your money in a 401k? I don't know because the commercial said I should. Or my God, where else am I going to put it? Right? Or why do you put your money here? Why do you do that? If you're not strong in your philosophy, and I can always tell when someone's not strong philosophically in their business, because it looks like this Joe Expert tells them one thing one day, and they say, Well, gosh, that sounds reasonable. I'll do that. But then Joe Expert down the street tells them something completely different the next week. And you know what that person does? They start doing the complete opposite thing because this guy said it. And what it leads to is a lot of confusion and a lot of lack of understanding about what it is that you really want. So back to the management philosophy piece, I ask managers this all the time. If you manage people, if you lead people, what is your philosophy for how you're going to do that? And I have a philosophy about how I create, uh, how I manage, and it has to do with creating fun around accountability. That is the philosophy that I adopt. That's how I hold people accountable, but I also do it in a way that is fun, but it doesn't mean that I don't put my foot up someone's ass if I need to from time to time because we all need that. But in the end, but in the end my philosophy is that I care 
about people's careers, whether that career is inside my business or outside of my business. I care about their career. I care about their life. And I'm going to support that for every minute that they are an employee of my company. That's not a philosophy that everyone adopts. And I'm not saying because that's my philosophy that you should adopt that philosophy. But if you lack a philosophy for how you're going to market your business, if you lack a philosophy for why you do what you do. So for instance, I work with a lot of chiropractors. And I can always tell a good chiropractor from a mediocre chiropractor when we start talking about philosophy. And the great chiropractors have a strong philosophy for what they do. And you know what's cool about it? Not all the philosophies are the same. They don't have to be. But they all have a philosophy. They all know what they're doing. They know why they're doing it. They know how they're going to do it. That is having a strong philosophy. And when I work with chiropractors, the really good ones have a strong philosophy for what they're doing. The weak ones, they don't, they're just whatever. Hey man, it's all good. We're just, we're just doing some chiropractic over here. Why are you doing that? I don't know. Got a chiropractic degree. Thought I'd open up a shop. This is what we do. Come in and get adjusted. How many times should I come in? I don't know. Whenever you feel like it. Well, what if this happens? Well, I don't know. Just come in and tell me. Why should I take that? I don't know. Just take what you want to take. Everything's fine. But that but that's confusing to people. They don't get that. If you if you go to a chiropractor like the joint, that's the experience that you get. You get no direction, you get no philosophy. It's just, "Hey man, it's cheap." Like for, you know, what should I do with this or how should I do this? Listen, man, I don't give a shit. It's $19. You know? Don't waste my time with philosophy, Joe customer for chiropractic. This is the joint. Uh, just come in, get adjusted, and leave because you're only paying $10 or $15 or $12, whatever it is per an adjustment, right? That's, that's a lack of philosophy. That's very confusing, and that's not the way to create value and to win people over long term. And if you think about this from a leadership and a management standpoint, if you do not have a philosophy for how your business runs, how it's going to work, how you want to see it operate, and you're not intentional about that philosophy, you will not create followers. It's impossible to create followers when you do that. Because the minute someone questions what you're doing or why, you fold. And I've had this happen in coaching. I've coached a a client. I've coached a business owner. And I tell them these things. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, let's do it. And then they start doing it, and then their their employee gives them some resistance. And they say, well, why are you doing that? That's People aren't going to like that, and blah, blah, blah. And they said, well, Brandon said that I should do it. Not I thought that it was a good idea, but Brandon said I should do it. And when I'm coaching and consulting, look, I always operate under the premise that, look, my philosophy is that I don't tell you what to do because it's your life and it's your business. I'm here to guide you, but I'm not here to do it for you. I'm not here to tell you how you should win. Because if I become the expert on your life, we're in trouble. That's a philosophy that I have. Now, not everyone has that philosophy. Some guys say, hey, you either do it my way because it's the winning way or you do it the highway. The problem with that is I've managed enough people for enough period of time to realize that people are different. And it, what my style, how my style works, it's going to work for a select few people that I coach that maybe will adopt a specific style that's very similar to mine. 
but most people are going to adapt a style that's a little bit different. And what I want to do is play to someone else's strengths. That's a philosophy that I have in performance. But if you present something to your team, but you don't have a strong philosophy around why you're going to do that, it's going to fall short. It's not going to ring true for them. And chances are they're going to be very resistant to it because they're going to think, man, this guy doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't know what he wants. He has no idea. And, and, and why are we not philosophers more is because in today's day and age, man, we are getting bombarded with activities. We are bombarded with content. We are bombarded with mindless entertainment. And I'm not against any of these things. I love me some Facebook. I love me some Instagram. I love me some Netflix. I like me some, uh, you know, binge watching of some TV shows. I'm all for it. I like it. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but I still want to create the space for me to think about what it is that I'm doing, why I'm doing it, what is my philosophy for how I want this to, how I think this should work, how I think it should operate. How do I want to create that premise? Because when I do that, now I can have a very powerful why behind everything that I do. And it's so important. And, and I would encourage you, if you're not a philosopher, if you're a manager, a leader, a business owner, and you don't see yourself as a philosopher, and you don't think very deeply about what you're doing and why you're doing it and, and how it fits with who you are and who you want to be, and you don't have a philosophy for your own life, Start figuring out what that might look like because I promise you, if you dive into that and really think deeply about it, it will be so powerful. And I look at business owners that struggle. I look at, look at business owners who have a hard time getting their business off the ground or it's stagnant or it's going in the wrong direction. And I look at someone and I know they don't have a philosophy. Hey, why do you do that? I don't know. Well, what would you do differently? I don't know. How would you solve this problem? I don't know. It's, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. The problem with that is, is I don't know either. I'm not that good. I can give you some insight. I can hold up the mirror. I can get you to look in it and see what, what uh, you know, how you're showing up. But ultimately, you are the person that knows the answers to your problems. I'm here to facilitate uh, that process of learning and understanding. But I don't know is a tough approach to problems that come up. And that, again, happens when someone is not a philosopher of their life. They're not a philosopher of their business. They're not a philosopher of their industry. What is it that they like about their industry? What don't they like? What bugs them about it? I mean, I just, I mean I've had some really powerful conversations with business owners who are just transforming industries because they have a philosophy about how it should be done that's a little bit different, but it's also refreshing. Because what happens a lot of times in industries and, and different things, people start adapting a certain approach and a certain style, and, and everyone jumps on board with that, and then everyone just continues to do the same thing over and over and over again. If you're a dentist, you do things that dentists have done for years and years. If you're a chiropractor, the same thing. If you're a plumber, same thing. You do the things that people have done and adapted over and over and over again. And it takes that courageous person to think about that and say, hey, why are we doing this? Do I want to do this? Uh, how would I do it differently? What would be the benefits of that? How would that benefit society? How would that benefit my business? How would that benefit my customers? How would it benefit my employees? That's starting to think about the philosophy. How do I want to show up? Who do I want to be? Right? 
to be or not to be the question, right? It's philosophy. So think about your philosophy, your approach to the different things in your business and how could having that strong philosophy allow you to make better decisions. A philosophy that you could adopt is a topic that I talked about last week, which was having pre-decisions. Pre-decisions is a, it's a philosophical matter, right? It's, it's saying, listen, this is something that, this is how I want to do things, or this is how I think uh, my decision-making process should work. That is philosophy. So if you don't consider yourself a philosopher, what could you do differently to think a little bit more deeply about your life, your business, and your industry so that you can create that transformation that you're capable of making and really bring your purpose out to create value at the highest level possible? And at New Work Revolution, we are all about un- uh, you know, breaking the chains of bondage, getting people out of bondage, and living freely to do life on their terms, to run their business as they see fit. And when you have a powerful philosophy for how you're going to run things and how you're going to create value, that freedom is just around the corner. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. If you enjoyed the show and you have been enjoying the show, go to new, uh, go to iTunes, please rate it, share it on social media with people that you care about, And if you have any questions, go to newworkrevolution.com and hit me up. Or you can email me at brandon at newworkrevolution.com as well. And I would be happy to answer any questions that you have. So again, I want to thank you for listening this week. We will talk to you again soon. Have a productive week. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.